0: The Spiritual Sluggard Hebrews 10 24-25 says And let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works not neglecting to meet together as is the habit of some but encouraging one another and all the more as you see day drawing near We are all capable of being spiritual sluggards. We do not want to mix with the rough and tumble of life as it is. Our one object is to secure retirement. The note struck in Hebrews 10 is that of provoking one another and of keeping together, both of which require initiative, the initiative of Christ realization not of self-realization to live a remote retired secluded life is the antipodes of spirituality as jesus christ taught it the test of our spirituality comes when we come up against the injustice and meanness and ingratitude and turmoil all of which have the tendency To make us spiritual sluggards we want to use prayer and bible reading for the purpose of retirement we utilize god for the sake of getting peace and joy that is we do not want to realize jesus christ but only our enjoyment of him this is the first step in the wrong direction all these things are effects and we try to make them causes I think it meet, said Peter, to stir you up by putting you in remembrance. It is a most disturbing thing to be smitten in the ribs by some provoker of God, by someone who is full of spiritual activity. Active work and spiritual activity are not the same thing active work may be the counterfeit of spiritual activity. The danger of spiritual sluggishness is that we do not wish to be stirred up. All we want is to hear about spiritual retirement. Jesus Christ never encourages the idea of retirement. Go tell my brethren. The test of our spirituality comes when we come up against the injustice and meanness and ingratitude and turmoil, all of which have the tendency to make us spiritual sluggards. We want to use prayer and Bible reading for the purpose of retirement. We utilize God for the sake of getting peace and joy. That is, we do not want to realize... Jesus Christ, but only our enjoyment of Him. Ouch. Spiritual sluggardness. Today, I mostly want to read from a couple sermons from David F. Mass. Uh, The first one, well, to start, I wanted to read Proverbs 18. 1 through 9 and then go into uh, David F. Mass's saying about the subject. So Proverbs 18 one through 9 says He who is estranged seeks pretexts to break out against all sound judgment. A fool takes no pleasure in understanding but only in expressing his opinion. When wickedness comes, contempt comes also. And with dishonor comes disgrace. The words of a man's mouth are deep waters. The fountain of wisdom is a gushing stream. It is not good to be partial to a wicked man, or to deprive a righteous man of justice. A fool's lips bring strife, and his mouth invites a flogging. A fool's mouth is his ruin and his lips are a snare to himself. The words of a whisperer are like delicious morsels. They go down into the inner parts of the body. He who is slack or sluggard in his words is a brother to him who destroys. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous man Runs into it and is safe. That's a quote from a forerunner by David F. Mass. And then two in reading for today's devotional, a couple other proverbs stood out to me, and I want to read them. Proverbs 15:19 says, "The way of the lazy man is like a hedge of thorns, but the way of the upright is a highway." Next is Proverbs 12:27 which is the lazy man does not roast what he took hunting or the lazy man does not roast what he took in hunting, but diligence is man's precious possession. And then lastly, Ecclesiastes ten eighteen, which says, because of laziness, the building decays and through idleness of hands, the house leaks. So David F. Mass had a a great kind of summarization of those three scriptures. So he goes on to say, in each of these examples, destruction, decay, or corruption are shown to be cumulative effect of neglect. A modest coat of paint will protect metal and wood surfaces from rust rot, and the ravages of weather. However, doing nothing will cause structures to decay incrementally, looking as though terrorists have intended to destroy them. Who needs bombs and explosives when the same effect can be accomplished by doing absolutely nothing? And he opened this sermon or forerunner with uh different examples of terroristic attacks like strapping bombs to our chest and walking into a group of people and exploding ourselves and the people around us and there's these terrible things that happen in an instant or through a brief period of planning or a devastating and, and destructive climax. Well, the same thing can happen over time, increment, incrementally, and I think that's the, probably what's worse about idle hands and, and laziness and sluggardness is it's very incremental. And while it's happening, we aren't even aware of it. And instead of making this wrong decision of exploding a bunch of people and ourselves, a very brief mistake, but of course it's final and the end of our lives, we instead live out a prolonged version of that through small and big increments, but the end result is the same. The end result is decay rust rot and that's what's left still at the end of our lives so the end result is the same it's just instead of a a sharp and violent explosion it's a slow dripping poison or a slow decaying rust so which is worse i think it's It's up to the individual, but the end result, I think, speaks a lot. And so if you find yourself being lazy or inactive, then suit up and take it to God and start to do something about it. Because whether or not we decide to just throw everything off the table in a violent outburst or do nothing about it, the end result could very well be the same. Being idle about something that requires action is no good. So whatever needs action today, I want to encourage you to take that action. Bring it to God and allow him to work through you. God bless you.